0: hello just setting you up on the little table cleaning off the camera y'all i'm as low tech as they go i'm using my old lap. well it's not a it's not an apple laptop it's a nice laptop but it's just like i can tell by the quality of the webcam that it's not the best but it's okay and i have a loud air conditioner in the background that you could probably hear but i'm like you know what I'm showing up I'm showing up for people I just am so today y'all I have done by the time this video comes out, I have done four live streams today yes four this is my fourth one. I've never done this many before but I uh, I got or my head because I told myself that I was doing at least five this week. And we're already on Wednesday and tomorrow I have to work on my other business. My husband, I'm his office manager for his business. And it's the first of the month, which is like invoicing. So I'm busy with his business all day. And so that was like, that meant, you know, Friday, I wasn't really sure. So I have something to talk about on Friday, but, um, I, sure like i had an extra topic from the word of god to share earlier so it's just kind of just kind of fitting it all in you know but i love teaching so it's it's no it's as easy as just hitting go live you know like uh keep it as simple as possible i don't like complicated and so here i am i don't even i forgot to put lip gloss on oh well i have earrings they're dangly and cute. So I guess I've waited, I've just kind of been shooting the breeze, waiting for people to show up. If you are here today, hi, my name is Casey LeBlanc, and I am the owner of Chantilly Lace Wedding Company in Houma, Louisiana. You can find me on the web at ChantillyLaceWeddingPlanning.com. That's where you will learn more about me and how long I've been in the wedding industry and stuff like that. More about my services, things like that. But I do want to share with you, what my mission is and why i have this channel going on um since i've been in the wedding industry i've known that i really like teaching people i like teaching my brides i like being with people while they plan their wedding but you know covid has changed everything like in every industry covid has changed so much and so my industry took a hit because you know the gatherings are limited and things like that and so Rather than, you know, fall away from the, I don't know, rather than just curl up and die, (laughs) um, I decided to do something else. I decided to take what it is that I know and share it with the world and share it with people who need it right now. And so from that, I had to take a step back and really think about, okay, since the beginning of 2019, before this hit, when Chantilly Lace was created... It was just about doing the weddings, just making the weddings happen, making them come to life. And since everything has happened and changed and and I've pivoted, it's become more about empowering the brides. It's become more about empowering and inspiring my community. And now I have other ways that I serve this wonderful community of brides. And so I'm going to share that with you today before we get started in our topic. And so, you know, my mission, Chantilly Lace Wedding Company's mission is to equip, empower, and inspire brides like you by offering hope and inspiration through my community. Um, I bring happiness and fun and focus and clarity and calm into your wedding journey. That's what I do in my community. That's what I do with these videos because it is my hope that you can feel productive and relaxed and successful while planning your wedding. So you can feel sane and not stressed out when little things happen here or there, that you can feel like you still have somewhere to turn to. You still have a community to turn to that can uplift you and inspire you and support you through this time. And so Because I've created this community, I started helping my tribe and listening to them and giving them help in the ways that they needed it. And from doing that and doing these videos and doing my tribe and my community, I personally have discovered the best ways to help brides. And each way is different. And I'm going to explain each one to you. And if any of them resonate with you or if being a part of a community where you have a wedding planner, you have a professional that comes in your inbox a couple of times a week or a couple of times a month to offer you guidance and inspiration and support that you have someone that you can reach out to and ask questions. If that sounds like something that you could really benefit from, you can go and join my community right now. There's a link in the description that you can go and sign up and I would love to help you in any way that you need help with another way that I um, so I have my community. They're the ones that um, I was going to say another way I serve my community and I started talking about something else. So another way that I do serve my community is through um, products such as virtual planning workshops and digital products that they can use to help them plan their wedding. Okay, so I do talk about my products and workshops <clears throat> on my videos to a point, but I don't want to ever just be selling, selling, selling on these videos because I really want to take the time I spend with you to teach you how to do something, right? How to, how to create something, how to, how to think differently about something regarding your wedding. And so um, when I do start promoting products and things like that, my community list, hears about it first when I have a new workshop that's coming out that I think my community could benefit from, I tell them first. And so if you want to be the first to know when I have a new video coming out um, and you're on the community list and it's a video that I don't necessarily want my YouTube subscribers to, or just any old viewer to see, I tell my email list about it. Right? So if that's something you want to be a part of, Um, please sign up for the community. I would love to have you. I would love to hear your story. And then, so my community is the first way that I help people. Um, And another way, like I said, is through teaching. I personally love teaching. As you'll see through all the videos that I have on here, it's mainly teaching you how to do something. And so what I've discovered is that virtual is everywhere now everything is virtual. If you don't have a virtual option for whatever you're offering or whatever you're trying to, you're not going to reach the amount of people that could really be helped. And so I thought, yeah, I could help people in Southern Louisiana plan their weddings, but to help more brides, to help more people get clarity and focus, it would be better virtual. And so what I decided to do was I decided to start doing virtual wedding planning workshops. And if you want to know what that looks like, you can go into my YouTube channel, look at free workshops, and there you will see two workshops that I did, absolutely free, that you can view on your own time. It's self-paced. There's also a link to a guide that you can follow along with, and each one is about picking a venue. So one is about the ceremony venue. One is about the reception venue. And I literally take you step by step from how to figure out what kind of venue you want to scheduling and preparing for venue tours to what questions to ask when you're on your venue tours. I give it all away. This is stuff that I would usually do with my clients that I just gave away for free. And I did not hold anything back. There's nothing missing from it. It's not like, Oh, and I'll give you the secret sauce whenever you buy this. No, it's completely free. You'll see it in there. There's access to a free guide because I want you to know and understand whether or not I'm the type of person you want to learn from. You'll also see in all of my other videos that I've got a really unique teaching style. I don't have high tech equipment. I don't have all the best lighting. You know, I'm, I'm a mom of four boys who sits at home in her office and makes videos on YouTube for people to be able to learn how to plan their wedding. And that's my heart. I keep it very very simple and I don't need to have millions of subscribers or millions of of YouTube views. That's not my heart. My heart is to reach those who discover me and to help them where they are. And the best way that I've thought of doing that is through virtual wedding planning workshops where I talk about topics and you can purchase the workshop and watch it, whether it's 2 a.m. in the morning when you have a cup of coffee because you can't sleep or 12 o'clock noon whenever you're on your lunch break. Whatever works for you, the virtual wedding planning workshops or your guide to help you through your wedding planning process, okay? Now, a step above that is my mentorship program. Now, my mentorship program is only offered once, maybe twice a year because I can only take on a certain number of people in this program. Now, my mentorship program came about because COVID changed all the rules. Now there's limits, there's rules, there's regulations, there's sanitary guidelines and brides are worried. They're scared. They need guidance. They need extra guidance more than what I give away on YouTube or in my workshops, they want me in their corner. They wanna be able to call me anytime. And so virtual is you have access to me through those videos with these mentorship opportunities, these people have access to me via text and phone. You know what I mean? It's like another level above just being, consuming my workshops. It's they're my people. I set them up for consultations. We talk about things. I mentor them. I deal with their family drama. I deal with their bridal party drama. I fix problems. I put out fires. I walk them step by step through every detail of their process as I mentor them on how to do it safely now that we are post-COVID. And so um, water. Lastly. Um, I offer actual traditional face-to-face wedding planning design and coordination services. This is what I did before all this COVID stuff made everything go virtual, right? I would go, I would plan the weddings. I'd go meet the vendors. I'd go make the, make the appointments. I'd, I'd go to the tastings. I'd go to the, uh, the bridal appointments and I would do all that stuff. And, oh my gosh, it's so fun. I love it. but Things are different now. And because when you make appointments, you're only allowed so many people in your appointment. The wedding planner gets the boot because mom and sister need to go. You know what I mean? And so I still do planning and I still do design. I just don't necessarily, unless I'm hired to do so, I don't get to necessarily go do all the running around and do all the appointments, but I do still do it. And I I do these services in Southern Louisiana. I do not travel. Um, but I, if you're in Southern Louisiana, I would be more than happy to help you partner with you as my client to create your wedding from, uh, and I have different packages. I have a full package where I partner with you to create your wedding from start to finish. And then, um, I have a partial package and this is usually for the bride that said, I was going to do it myself and I bit off more than I can chew or I was going to do it myself but I need help and I pick up where they left off. They've already done some things but now they need a professional in their pocket. And so they hire me to come in and pick up where they left off. Dot the i's, cross the t's, all that good stuff. And then of course I have my day of coordination services where I get to actually come on site on the day of And run everything from start to finish and coordinate it so that the bride can relax and enjoy her day. Knowing that someone, particularly professional, is running the show. Because these brides that call me for these wedding day coordination services, they call me maybe two months out. They've already planned their wedding. This wedding was their baby. And they thought of every detail. And it's all mapped out. Hook, line, sinker, done. And now they're coming onto their wedding, and they're thinking to themselves, "Who's going to do this? Who's going to make it all run? I'm going to be getting dressed and getting my hair done and taking pictures and being with my bridal party. Like I don't want to be the one making sure all the vendors arrive on time, or I don't want to be the one putting out fires that come up. I don't want my phone ringing every two seconds because something's happening. I want to be able to enjoy the moment. And so what they do is they hire me." And they take their baby, their wonderful, precious wedding baby that they planned so hard and they give it to me two months out and i go through and I make sure every detail is done. And then I arrive on the day of and I run her plan. And oh, my goodness, these women are spectacular. And so I pride myself on being able to not let things fall apart. Things don't fall apart on my watch. And so If that's something that you're needing coordination services and you're in the Southern Louisiana area, I would love to help you out with that. So basically I think I've said enough about who I am and what I do in a nutshell. If you hang out with me, you'll notice I love to help people. I love teaching. I love weddings and I love marriage. And if you resonate with that, I'm your girl. Stay with me. Hang out a while, subscribe to my channel, hit the notification bell, join my community, all that good stuff. And hang out with me today as we talk about today's topic. All right, moving on. See how I'm doing on time here. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm I'm not really doing all that great on time. Okay. So today's topic is all about five tips for the most unique tablescapes. Okay. So if you've been anywhere on Pinterest anywhere, you've seen all kind of stuff from feathers to flowers, from string lights to candelabras, everything on the table, right? You've seen glasses, you've seen silverware, you've seen plates and chargers and linens. However, there are unique things you can do to make your table design unique from what you've seen on Pinterest. And I want to talk to you about that because some of the pictures I see On Pinterest the tables and this is just me the tables look so cluttered it's like let's play a puzzle of how much we can fit on this table and if that's their thing if that's what people want if they want every inch of the table covered with something then go ahead let that be your thing but it's not mine so I'm gonna talk to you about unique ways to keep the table as minimal as possible but design happy, right? It's going to be designed in such a way where you don't feel like it's less than, you know? Cause the one thing I don't want my clients to feel when they look at a spread that I show them a tablescape, I don't want them to feel, it's just not, uh, it's not enough. It's, it's not enough. I need more. I want them to feel like, Wow, this has got so much, and yet it's so clean, and it's not cluttered. That's my goal when I create a tablescape. Wow, not cluttered, and clean, and design happy, right? So let's go through a few of the tips that I do whenever I'm making a tablescape. Number one. (laughs) Don't crucify me, okay? Number one, I ditch the flowers. I ditch the big floral centerpieces. I just ditch them. I I don't, and I say that about big floral centerpieces that that sit in the middle of the table that block the way from where you being able to see the other guests. I just ditch them. I don't. I don't like flowers that take up the entire table. I prefer to decorate with a minimal amount of flowers. If they have to have the flowers and I use other elements. So that's my tip. Number one, I don't, I ditch the flowers, the big floral vases and flowers along the, all the tables. I I just ditch them. I, I don't do that. If my client absolutely wants to, like if they're having a garden wedding and it's, you know, floral frenzy, um, I have to really decide, um, how to make the most of just floral design and not anything else. Because I will not have my tables look cluttered. They will not look like they're a puzzle piece of things and anything you move, something else could fall. I, I don't like that. I don't like feeling like there's so much stuff that if you move one thing, the big thing's gonna fall over. The big flower pot's gonna fall over, or a vase, or whatever you call it. That makes me nervous. That gives me anxiety. And if I have anxiety and I'm the wedding planner, that's not good. So we do clean, we do simple, but we do amazing design. Okay. And one of the ways, number one, is we ditch the flowers. We decorate with other elements. Lanterns. um, I love decorating with lanterns. Lanterns, candelabras. We do that. We also do, um, I'm drawing a blank. We decorate. Okay. You know what? I'm going to stick to my notes. Number one, ditch the flowers, okay? That's number one. Number two, ditch the table settings. Ditch them. Charger plates, silverware everywhere, glasses, this or that, and the other. Just 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 clean off the table, okay? Start with a clean slate. You're looking at here, you've got a centerpiece in the middle and some things around the table, and now there's no play settings. Okay. Why would you do that? Well, because if you are designing with thing on top of thing on top of thing on top of thing, your guests won't really know where to put the thing because there's so much on the table. Now let's say you want, okay, so you got, let's say you've got a table chocked full of stuff. So you've got a, a big plate, a smaller plate, a smaller plate, right? You've got your silverware, you've got three different glasses, you've got flowers here, when you move this plate, this first plate, where are you going to put it? There's no room on the table. So where are you going to put it? Okay. So now what we're doing is we're starting with a clean slate, nothing on the table, except a main centerpiece that could or could not be flowers and where there's no table settings. Okay. So from there, what you do is you start with what's absolutely has to be on the table. A charger plate does not have to be on the table. Yes, it's pretty. And yes, it's lovely. But A, it's an extra expense. And B, they get really nasty. And then you have to clean all that, right? And so what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to ditch that. Just ditch it. Get rid of it. It's a big table. Big plate takes up a lot of space. So what do you start with? You start with your play settings having only the plates that you need. So you need an entree plate. Maybe you need a salad plate and maybe a dessert plate. Maybe, right? And so you put those things either one on top of the other or you situate them on the table. So where, okay, all we have is plates. Then we have silverware. I know that people love using different silverwares, different forks and knives. I'm from Louisiana. We Cajun. If we can we use our hands for stuff. They don't even use it. And if we do use it, we throw stuff away. We use the premium plastic stuff that we could just throw away. So that's the kind of stuff I love to do. Like I come from a land where we do crawfish balls, right? And and it's just silverware is overrated. So yes, you can have your silverware, but there's no reason to have five forks and three spoons. You know, like just a fork and a knife and a spoon would be all you need. simple. Right. If you need another one, ask someone to go get you another one. You're a guest. Think about that. Think about the guest. They'll have to go get one or they have to ask someone to go get one. There's no need to have it all on the table. Right. Then you have your glassware. Okay. I would say if you have to have glassware, just do like maybe one wine glass or champagne glass and one like goblet glass, like a like a glass glass. One fancy, one regular is what I call it. One fancy glass, one regular glass. One for the spritz to make them feel good. And one for the water. Because you know, everybody drinks water down here. We have to stay hydrated. And so with that, all you have is a couple of plates, some silverware, a couple of glasses. And you still have space around you. You're not cluttered with a bunch of flowers and decor. Keep it very simple, very clean. Okay? Then you let the linens do the work for you everybody's going to have tablecloths. Everybody's going to have linens. Linens are amazing decor, right? You can do so much with linens. You can Google how to decorate with linens and it'll pull up a bunch of different ways. You can do knots, you can do strips, you can do runners, you can do overlays. I mean, there are so many things you can do. Let the linens do the work of being the wow factor because the linens... Move into that main centerpiece. That or could not be flowers, but it's going to be big enough to draw attention to it. And then you have clean place setting that's not overbearing. And you've got a lot of the linen doing the work. Look at how pretty these linens are. Does that make sense? Very simple, but can still be very, very elegant. Okay. The next thing that you can do that I would suggest is to use lighting as centerpieces. Like I talked about earlier, candelabras, um, lanterns, um, small chandeliers that are on, like you've got like small table chandeliers and they have like this base and they come up and you put little lights in them. It could be like, it's like almost like string lights or something or little bulbs. And it's like, it's a, it's a centerpiece. You use lighting to do the decor. Okay. Another thing that you can do is you can opt for putting your wedding cake on the guest tables. Now hear me out. I talk about this in another video where now that COVID has happened and everything has to be sanitary. Bakers have taken to making little mini cakes, decorating them like a wedding cake in the flavors that the bride and groom choose putting them in little boxes so that they can get, take and go. You don't have to have them people cutting and serving and touching your food and people breathing on it, serving it around. Are you going to go get it? They are now taking cakes, putting them in boxes, decorating them and putting them on tables in a display that makes a beautiful design, a beautiful centerpiece design. So picture this. Okay, wait, stay with me. You've got, let's say you are in New Orleans and you are having a Saints themed black and gold wedding, right? So you've got your black base, okay, in the center of the table, you've got a black base that comes up, right? That overflows with gold lights, okay? Then you've got little cakes that are wrapped up in black and gold, like little presents, right? and you've got like little helmet stickers or something elegant and they're placed situated around the table so you've got your lighting and you've got your mini cakes around the table that's your centerpiece no flowers needed and it's gorgeous and you you have your designer make up what it would look like and so every table looks unique in its own way with its own cakes with its own lighting, with its own place settings, with its own linens. And it comes together to make one show-stopping centerpiece, one show-stopping table. And your guests are none the wiser that you ditch the flowers. They just see the lights and they see the beautiful cake display and they're excited to eat the cake, Right. They don't have to go stand in line to get the cake. The cake's already on the table. They already have the fork next to them to eat the cake. If they want to start with dessert before dinner, they can do that because the cake's on the table, right? So think about those things whenever you're going about um, design elements other than flowers, okay? And then, of course, the last tip, number five, is use your personal style and likes, okay? Um, I'm going to use my brother's wedding as an example. My brother is a musician and he plays every instrument, but his favorite is the drums, okay? My sister-in-law that he married is a photographer, okay? And they both love to read books. And so what they did as their centerpieces, they had no flowers as their centerpieces. And I thought it was great. They had books stacked up and they had a little drum set and vintage camera and a photo of them at every table. And it wasn't huge. It was just a nice thing they wanted people to be able to see each other. So they didn't want these big centerpieces. So they had books or like I think it was like those little boxes that looked like books, you know? And they had that and then on top of that they had like a drum set. And then on top of that was like a vintage camera on this book. And then on top of that was a picture of both of them. It was the cutest thing. And then on another table, they would have um, the books and they'd have like a regular camera. And then they'd have like an electric guitar and then a picture of them doing something in a photo, like a black and white. It was show-stopping because it reflected their personal style. She loves photography. He loves music. They love reading. Let's bring that out and show our guests pictures of us and our hobbies, because anyone who knows us knows I love photography. He loves drums. How neat is that? They incorporated their style. Okay. So that's something that you would want to do on your table. If you were wanting to have a unique tablescape that reflects you and your wedding, that doesn't look Pinterest worthy or like copied from somewhere else. Right. So. That's all I have for you today. Number one, ditch the flowers. Number two, ditch the table settings and let the linens do the work. Number three, use lighting as centerpieces. Number four, put mini cakes on the tables as a surprise decor. Number five, use your personal style and likes. If you liked everything I shared today, let me know. Give me a thumbs up, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and also go to the link. I want you to go to the link in this description box and join my community. If you like what you heard today, there's always new stuff coming out. And I look forward to talking to you and getting to know each of you. Let me make sure I covered everything. Join my community, subscribe. Okay. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. And until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.